Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Blessings to all of you. Today's episode is about turning chronic pain into a teacher. Also, don't fear pain. We so often, you know, in our life have an uncomfortable experience, sensation. Um, it can be emotional or physical. And we hold on to it. You know, there's part of us that's like, no, 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 this can't be happening. No, I can't experience this. But yet, once it's turned into the chronic level, we've taken a hold of this pain for some reason. We've embodied it literally. And so understanding, okay, if there's a reason I've embodied this pain, created the experience that caused this pain and suffering, then how can I turn this into a teacher to be able to then free me of this experience and allow me to move forward? <clears throat> and in some cases, that means completely healing from it, releasing the pain entirely. And in other cases, it's about finding friendship with the experience you're having, finding a friendship with the, the sensations that you're aware of. You know, as long as we are opposed to the pain and we're constantly fighting the pain and we dislike the pain and that's creating conflict because we're in opposition of the pain. So with two or more things, you have opposition. When you have opposition, you have the potential of conflict. <clears throat> so we want to avoid that. So if you embrace the, f the sensation as a friend, doesn't mean you have to say, okay, I love pain and I love suffering and I, you know, will suffer forever. No, 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 that's not that at all. If your pain is turned chronic, that means that it's either going to be with you for a while longer or there's a reason it's there. It's a reason you're holding on to it. Um, you know, especially the emotional pain that we hold in onto because that emotional pain then becomes physical pain. And we get distracted sometimes by the sensation and the awareness that <clears throat> we're having physical pain and forget that the origin of it actually was mental or emotional pain to start with. And so by looking at the sensation and taking the time to be aware of it and time to really understand and study this uncomfortable sensation that you're having, that you're perceiving as pain. Look at the origin. Look at why it's there. Look at how it's teaching you, what it's teaching you, why it's teaching you. It's important to look at those things. You know, I, I have people, my patients coming to me all the time that have physical pain in different areas of their body and it correlates to emotions. A lot of it is digestive stuff. I have a lot of <coughs> patients that have, you know, continual digestion, um, digestion issues, problems like that, um, bowels, you know, difficulty with bowels, and, you know, they're unable to digest life. You know, they're, they're so worried and stressed that now it's turning into... They're changing their bowels, constipation, diarrhea, different things like that as manifestations of emotional stress. 
You know, a lot of people I know get headaches from their stress. It just, they take the stress, they create tension in their muscular body that constricts blood flow and creates headaches. You know, migraine headaches is too much energy going upward in our head. You know, stress, we're not grounded enough. So, you know, look at, are you grounded? Are you not grounded? Are you doing anything to ground yourself? Good grounding things are <coughs> breathing techniques, meditating, yoga, tai chi, qigong, you know, <coughs> different things like that. Um, some people go to the gym. That's their form of grounding. Walk on the beach. Wiggle your toes in some mud. Gardening. Um, singing therapy. <clears throat> there can be lots of different avenues. Um, artwork. Create, being creative. Find what works for you that grounds you. That connects you out of your head into your heart and soul. And connects you with the planet a little bit more. That keeps you anchored here. <clears throat> we're such a cerebral society. We're so stuck in our head and having to analyze everything and understand everything and calculate our way through everything. And, you know, we forgot that intuition and trusting how we feel in a situation is the way to, the best way to lead us through a situation, that that's the, the only real truth. <clears throat> the mind gets so conflicted with all the, the data we've put into it and it has to make these decisions of how to move forward with all this data where intuition, heart, and soul is just based on vibrational frequency and connection with divine of what is right, wrong, and best to do in each experience. So being able to <coughs> stay tuned with that, in tune with that, and, you know, and with the, the chronic pain of understanding, you know, when we're in chronic pain and we're so connected to pain, we we don't feel that intuition. We don't have that same ability to just ah, take a breath and, and feel the experience around us because we're so caught up in the tension in our body or the pain and the distraction. It's like a shiny object for a, an animal or something like, ah, shiny object, distraction. So we have to find ways to not get distracted not let the pain or the judgment of the sensation alter our perception of who we are and what life is really about. <clears throat> Remember to still do the things that are all that are right for us. You know, I have patients with back pain that said, "Ah, oh, you know, I have back pain. I used to do yoga, but now I can't." Well, visualize yourself doing yoga. You know, the mind truly doesn't know the difference between reality and illusion. And so if you can sit and meditate and visualize yourself doing the yoga poses, remember what it feels like in your body to be in the pose, <clears throat> what the what room feels like, the sounds, the smells, everything of when you used to go and do yoga if you did it at a center or even if you did it at home, same thing. Just be very aware of how you exist in your body when you were doing the yoga poses. And if you sit there and embody that and visualize that and feel that in your tissue as if you were doing yoga again, <clears throat> your body will still respond in a healing fashion as if you're doing yoga. So you know, know that there's always ways of 
of adapting to chronic pain. And, you know, that's probably one of our greatest gifts of those of us that suffer from chronic pain is we learn to adapt. But what's really important is to adapt in healthy healing fashions, not in pathological fashions. You know, some people just hide the chronic pain, you know, through medicines or drugs or stuff like that to just not ever have to face the pain or deal with it. They just keep themselves sedated. But it's important that you actually really listen to the pain or the, again, perceived sensation that you have, whatever it is, and really be aware of what it's telling you. And when I say perceived sensation, don't be, don't think that I'm negating the intensity of the sensation. No, everything is just a perception. So, you know, instead of always being in a state of judgment that the sensation is going to be pain, we just have an awareness of a sensation. So we have a perception of an experience. And sometimes we judge that perception to be pain and suffering. And sometimes we judge that sensation as being pleasure. They're all just a form of judgment. Instead of just being aware that these are just sensations. Because everything is just a sensation. Remember, if you go deep enough into pain, you find pleasure. Marathon runners are a good example of that. Many of them talk about, you know, running and you go, once you push through that pain level, you can get a euphoric high of, from running. And so, you know, there's a great example of pain that can turn into pleasure. But pleasure can also turn into pain. You know, example I often use with my patients is <clears throat> one piece of cheesecake, good. Two pieces of cheesecake, mm, after that, it's like, oh, now you're suffering at a stomach ache, at a headache or whatever. And you know, what was a pleasurable experience then turned into pain. So, again, it's a cyclical dance between the perception of pain and pleasure. And there's a balance between the two. But if we stay out of a state of judgment, they're all just sensations. <clears throat> we don't have to, you know, judge that this is good, this is bad, because we all have an aversion to pain and attraction to pleasure. And aversions and attractions are a basis of suffering and so we need to understand why are we judging it why are we perceiving it this way okay well it really hurts a lot okay then fine now what can i do is there techniques or things i can do put heat on it put ice on it relax sit have a hot bath something or is this something deeper a lot of us with chronic pain, it ebbs and flows. We have periods of severe pain that we have to do heat, ice, heat lamps, you know, stuff like that to be able to lessen the pain. But there's also times that it's just a chronic tension in our body that those don't really help so much. They're kind of band-aids, but they're not really helping so much. And so in a, those kind of cases, we have to find breathing techniques, meditation, other ways to be able to adapt and transform the experience because there's a lot of times that we experience very profound sensations in our body that nothing changes it. Heat, ice, medicine, you know, topicals, stretching, laying, the experience still is there. These are the times that you really learn to transform it into the teacher. And, you know, as humans, sometimes it's sad that it, we have to be taken to such a 
a limit of our experience of of tolerance of experience i should say <clears throat> for us to really get profound lessons but sometimes that's what it takes so to be able to as i say talk to the sensation i've said ask where why it's there what's the origin of this pain the sensation you know for some people like back pain low back pain is who are you can have something to do with um, financial stress also knees inability to step forward stuck in life not willing to stand up for yourself has to do with legs in general you know arms hands inability to to embrace life or grasping too hard inability to hold on to life it's slipping through your fingers and you know can't embrace it you know so there's lots of different parts of the body have definite mental emotional origins to them so coming to the understanding of okay which area of my body is this increased sensation okay what is the meaning behind this what are the psycho-emotional aspects to this part of the body um, there's a wonderful uh, Louise Hayes book um, heal your body um, it goes through and breaks down every part of the body and exactly what it means it's a, a wonderful wonderful book um, so being able to understand the body that you live in again most <coughs> people don't even understand this human body that we live in we just it's kind of like our cars you know we we do regular maintenance on it but we know very little most people about how the whole car operates especially with all the electronic gadgets and gadgets that they have and so we get lost and okay just put in gas do regular maintenance and it goes same thing with our body we don't necessarily understand the mechanisms of what makes our bodies work all the intricate details of the the chemical system and the hormonal system and the musculoskeletal system and the nervous system digestive system respiratory you know there's all these different systems that have to work in harmony for us to live a, a healthy existence and most people don't take any time to pay attention or understand all that it's you know put in some food add a little water get a little exercise occasionally throw in a little sun <coughs> work 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 stress 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 a little sleep occasionally and replicate and you know that's not necessarily the basis of good health and then they wonder why they have chronic pain <clears throat> you have to treat your body with the utmost of respect and you know i know this is <laughs> something that comes as we age um i know at my age i have so much more respect for my body <clears throat> than I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. You know, I've I've had probably more respect than most people do the fact that I've, I've had an injury and um, I wasn't able to walk and had to learn to walk all over again. So that's given me a, a whole different respect and gratitude for my physical body. But I still have abused it my, my share and uh, disrespected it more than I should have. And as we get older, we pay the price for those those behaviors that we've had so you know if we lived a really active life and you know abused our body immensely when we were younger and 
And now that we're older, we're in a lot of chronic pain. Well, yay, you have some great memories. But embrace the experience and the sensations that you're having. Don't, you know, get frustrated with them and frustrated with yourself or anything like that. Just embrace them as part of the beautiful journey that we're on. You know, one thing I'm learning that as I've aged that my physical sensation, awareness of my sensation, my body has also increased with age, but it's keeping me from doing a lot of things that I would have done when I was younger. And it's probably a really good thing that I don't do a lot of things that I did when I was younger on physical activities of work and stuff like that the way I used to, because, you know, it wasn't healthy. And so I'm grateful for some of the limitations that my, my physical body has put on me as I've aged. Um, even probably my mental, emotional body. I'm definitely grateful for some of the limitations there also because sometimes, you know, you we think of too many things and we're stressed about too many things all at the same time. And as I've aged, I've I've learned to simplify that. I don't I don't spend my time dwelling and thinking on as many things as I used to. I don't try to fix the past and fear the the future like I used to. I've Learn just to be present in the moment as much as I can, which is not as often as I'd like it to be, but I still am always on that journey to, to quest to stay in the moment. But that's also the gift of the chronic pain. Chronic pain keeps us in the present moment more than, you know, anything else really. Because when we're feeling healthy, we don't pay attention to ourselves. We're out there bouncing around doing things that we probably shouldn't do and pushing ourselves harder than we should. And, you know, when you've had chronic pain, there's a certain maintenance you have to do forever. You know, exercises, yoga, stretching, certain maintenance all the time, just for the rest of our life to maintain staying healthy. You know, it's not like we all of a sudden get to this place where we feel a little bit better and then all of a sudden the chronic pain is gone and we never have to worry about it again. No. You know, we may have a a day, a few hours, a few weeks, a few months, you know, it just depends on what your chronic pain is. There's different levels of, I guess, reprieve from the, the sensation that, that we experience. But being able to continue to just dance with it and, and look at it and understand, okay, here's the sensations. Here's what, when I feel better, here's how I behave. And then here's what happens if I do certain things. You can start to see patterns in your behavior. So you look at all the things that you have to do to feel better with chronic pain. You know, taking um, herbs or uh, medicines, doing, you know, massage, exercise, um, heat, whatever it is that you do, jacuzzis. And those kind of things help us get better. But we have to maintain those things once we're better. So often we get better and then we slack off on doing those things. No, we'll have to maintain those things for the rest of our existence to maintain health and balance. That's what got us healthy. That's what will keep us healthy is if we keep those same patterns. So here, chronic pain is becoming a teacher. Your chronic sensations are teaching you, teaching you self-discipline, teaching you consistency teaching you to be more attentive to yourself and your, what your body needs to function 
in a healthy way. So embrace that. Say, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I have not had enough exercise. So now by getting more exercise, I'm feeling better. So the chronic pain taught you that. Thank you. Be able to communicate in dialogue with your your pain and suffering. Um, so being able to, as we've said before, build a friendship. So there, there's an understanding. Um, you know, I've seen people with chronic disease. It was actually a, a man with AIDS that he wrote a letter to um, his disease and then he put it on an overhead projector and then sat in front of it while it projected the letter onto his body. And so he, he had found a, a relationship, a friendship with the experience he was having. <clears throat> so he was able to navigate through it easier. Um, you know, I've, I've had chronic pain basically my whole life and I've, I have a friendship with it. We have a wonderful relationship. You know, sometimes it frustrates me and sometimes I frustrate it. And, you know, we're not separate, we're the same. But yet I have a separation from me because I haven't become the pain. I'm still loving awareness who exists in a physical body which experiences chronic pain. And so I'm just aware of the sensations that are taking place in this dance in the physical realm in my, <coughs> excuse me, in my body on the third dimension, but I can look at it from a consciousness of a higher dimension, fourth and fifth dimension, and look at it with a detachment of the trauma and drama that is associated with pain and suffering. I'm able to look at it with the awareness of what this body is going through, with gratitude and love for this body, for all it's done for me and all it's going to do for me and for the experience that it's enduring right now so I can continue my existence. I have great gratitude for that of every moment. <clears throat> you know, it's our mental emotional state that gets all in kind of an upheaval when we're suffering. It's just like, oh, poor me, I can't do this, I can't work, I can't do this or that. But imagine on a chemical level, neurological level, all the communication signals that are taking place in your body in every moment when you're in this level of discomfort. This continual struggle to be able to move parts of your body that used to move freely. Now it takes so much mental concentration and focus to be able to simply move an arm, a leg, stand, walk. To be able to have that kind of experience in your body. Look at what the body must be going through to be able to still do what we're requesting and demanding of it at times. So to be compassionate and understanding of why is the body struggling? Am I not giving it the right data, the right input, the right sensations, whatever it is, in order for it to respond the way we want it to, or at a different level at least? And then also ask, is what we're requesting the body to do something that doesn't make sense, that's too much for the body to be able to handle or do and so we're actually what we're asking from the body is actually harmful because when we're in chronic pain there are certain limitations we do have to honor and respect we always strive to heal yes but within the process of healing there's different limitations that we have to honor before we move to the next level till we free the limitations we can't just push through them 
with our ego and I, oh I'm better than this look I can do this I always used to do this so look what I can do now no yeah that'll usually put us back flat on our back or backwards in the, the progress of the healing do not approach healing chronic pain with arrogance it will only cause more pain and suffering confidence yes and the ability to always honor and respect your boundary as you pushes it as you push it a little bit absolutely but do all of your actions of healing through love as you're pushing those boundaries love yourself as you're doing it as you're exploring new possibilities of what you can do through your chronic pain love the experience be grateful to the experience always bring light don't just put your head down and force yourself through a situation that isn't always productive. Always approach with love and compassion. Because if you make the teacher mad, the teacher will definitely give you more lessons. Like at school, if you make the teacher mad, she gave you more homework. And none of us liked that. And we were always frustrated with the kid that made the teacher mad that gave us all more homework. So don't make the part of your body mad that makes the rest of your body have to deal with it. Because every time you push yourself to those places of extreme pain beyond what your body is telling you it can do, you're changing the whole chemical makeup of your body. You're changing how blood flows to the different parts of your brain, the different lobes how the chemicals are secreted, everything. You're changing blood flow, your respiratory rates, digestion. Everything is affected when you change your perception of the experience to that of pain and suffering. And you buy into it as this is who you are. You are not the pain and suffering. You are not this perceived sensation. You are the awareness of the experience you are the awareness of the pain or the sensation but you are not the pain and suffering itself you must always keep that separate and detached from you do not became become your suffering even if your pain and suffering is mental emotional you are not your anger you are not your fear you are not your worry you are aware that you have the tendency to be fearful. You're aware that you have the tendency of being angry or anxious, whatever it is. But you are not your emotions. You can be aware you have negative thought patterns. You have negative behaviors. You are not your thought patterns. You are not your behaviors. You are simply the awareness of that is how your mind works, your body works, your digestive system, whatever it is. We are aware of how these different systems in the body work, but we are not any of them. We are the awareness of them is who we are. And so to be able to not become the chronic pain and suffering, to not become the origin of the pain and suffering, to simply always be the awareness of the experience, that allows us the ability to change the experience. If you go too deep into the chronic pain, 
and suffering perception. You lose your identity. You become the pain and suffering and you no longer are this human being who is having this experience. You are the experience. The first moment you wake up, if you've slept at all, the first thing in your mind is, what hurts? What can I move? What can't I do? Everything you do throughout the day is based around the center hub of your pain and suffering. Your identity becomes based on pain and suffering, what you can do, what you can't do, who you are, your moods, everything is based around your pain and suffering. We need to change that. We need to make sure that your pain and suffering is only an awareness. You're aware of these things happening, but you are not any of those experiences themselves. Simply always be aware of that. And that allows the teacher to be the teacher. You don't become the teacher. You're separate from her. Then you can learn what she has to teach you. It allows you the ability of understanding it without becoming it. Much easier on the journey. Much simpler way to navigate through it because pain can be a beautiful gift. And, you know, a lot of sacred texts going back and, you know, you look at most of the, the different religions that are out there or spiritual paths, there's usually some entity that has suffered immensely. You know, for Christianity, it was Jesus and his crucifixion and all that stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of teachings of, of how suffering can be a profound vehicle for change and for consciousness of, of finding God. And, you know, it's kind of for a lot of people, you know, you, you get to that place of such darkness in your pain and suffering that it's like, okay, God, you know, I haven't seen you in years, but I need you now. You know, it's quite common for people to, to find God once they've found a place of profound pain and suffering. But that same God that they're asking for help when they're in that place is with them every moment of every day. And they can ask for help when they're feeling well, to stay well. And they go, oh, I only need help. I need to talk to him when I'm suffering. Well, no. Having a relationship with the divine helps us maintain health, consciousness, <laughs> sanity at some level. You know, it. My connection with spirit realm has made my experience in the physical realm so much richer and so much simpler. So it's important to, to find that balance. Don't, don't let the, don't make the pain and suffering your only ticket to consciousness. Allow pain and suffering to be a gift, but allow your journey for consciousness to be one that is there no matter if you have pain and suffering or not. So allow yourself to set all of these sensations of chronic pain free. Allow yourself to not have the attachment to this experience to try to grow or to avoid other things. You know, do not use the, the chronic pain and suffering as a, a shield or an experience to avoid experiences or people in life. Just simply allow the sensations of the awareness to be a gift, to be a teacher, embrace it, learn from it, and set it free. 
because, you know, I have lots of patients that a lot of the origin of their pain and suffering isn't even theirs. It's somebody else's pain and suffering that they've embodied as theirs, as if it's going to help the other person. And so now multiple people are carrying around pain and suffering in trying to help the, the first original person. And it's, it doesn't work like that. Everybody's responsible for your own pain and suffering. Somebody else is not going to take it away. Yes, you can pray for somebody else's suffering. You can pray for people's healing and pray for their their experience to be better. Absolutely. That's the greatest thing you can do. That allows the freedom of that person to heal because you see them in a, a divine way. And it allows the divine light of God to infuse their body at a higher rate. The more people praying for somebody, the more focused light of God is on that person and the faster they heal. Same thing with us ourselves. If we focus on our pain with divine love and breath and focus the healing potential of God or get others to pray for our healing, that's how we heal. That's a profound gift and a profound part of the healing experience. So be able to embrace all aspects of healing, not just the third dimensional of, I have to go to a doctor, or I have to do physical therapy, but again, let this experience your chronic pain be your teacher. It can be a great gift. And sometimes the journey that we're on with pain takes us to meet people and have experiences that we never would have had unless we had this chronic pain. Be aware of those. Be aware of the gifts of all the experiences that go along with it. It's just not the awareness of the sensations inside your body. It's the awareness of all the gifts that can come around on the external world to you. Sometimes, you know, a stranger will give you a helping hand when you're, you're walking or you're in a store or something. It just that smile, that kind gesture, the look of somebody that sees your chronic pain but looks at you in a loving way. There's all kinds of amazing gifts that come along with chronic pain. Expand your awareness. Sometimes we get too laser focused on our sensation, our experience, and then we go into the poor pity me and I'm a victim and we withdraw into the sensation, again, becoming the, the experience. We withdraw into it and we can't heal when we're stuck inside of it. You can take your consciousness in and you can take your awareness in and look at it and dance with it. But don't take all of you into it, your mind, your ego, everything into it, because then that's where people get stuck. And in some cases, that's when people's pain become chronic is because they know they've taken it to that level where before it could have stayed in the acute stage, easier to get rid of. But now that it's become part of their identity and their ego, it's more challenging to uh, release that from the cellular tissue because, you know, that's why I tell people when they come to me and they have a disease, you know, especially cancer, I always tell them, don't say I have cancer because you're taking ownership in it. Say, I've been diagnosed with something, symptoms that represent cancer or that I was given, you know, this doctor's perception of my experience is this, but don't say I have, don't take ownership in it. Same thing with chronic pain saying, I'm aware of sensations in my body, I'm aware of discomfort, but I have chronic pain, I have suffering, I have this injury.
You're taking ownership, and that that solidifies it more into the ego. And now the ego wants to hold on to it because you have something, and the ego loves to have things. And so now you first have to also convince the ego to let go of it. You have to convince the different lobes of your brain to release the perception of pain and suffering, put it back only into the lobe where there's the awareness of a sensation, and then release it from there. So again, we complicate things immensely. A sensation is a sensation. Yes, it can be incredibly discomforting. It could be a 12 out of 10 on the, the scale of pain. Yes, you can be aware of it. Take your breath into it. But don't take it on a complete emotional journey and embody it. That this is who you are. Just stay in that state of awareness of, I'm experiencing this experience in this moment. May the next moment be better. And just continue to dance with that until the moment gets better. Because at some point, things will change. Change is the only thing that's given in life. <clears throat> you know, sometimes the, the chronic pain can only be reduced to a certain level. <clears throat> which is still pretty... Discomforting, uncomfortable. And then we find a way to adapt to that. We find a way of being friends with that at that level. You know, for me on a, a good day, it's my pain down to maybe a five, six. And I'm like, yes, because I found friendship with my experience. And so therefore, it allows me freedom to move with still a great awareness of limitations, but a, a more freedom to move through time and space freely because I have this awareness of my body and I'm not stuck in the experience and the sensation I'm just simply aware of this is the experience I'm having in this moment don't judge it allow it to pass and move forward finding friendship with the experience embracing the experience let it be your teacher because again I've I've learned amazing things on my life, met amazing people, and searched out things in life that I wouldn't have searched out. I was more motivated than ever of finding consciousness. I <coughs> found gifts of healing that allow me to share with you know these gifts with my patients. And if I hadn't experienced chronic pain, I would not be nearly the doctor that I am because in order to treat and understand chronic pain, you have to have experienced it to know what it is. Otherwise, it's just a word. And, you know, so for so many of us in chronic pain that when we're talking to people that have never really experienced pain, maybe a little acute pain, but never chronic pain, <coughs> they don't really have a point of orientation of understanding <coughs> Excuse me, what our experience is like. And so we can't get frustrated with them if they don't understand what we're telling them. They don't have the ability of understanding the experience you've been through because only true profound suffering teaches you true profound suffering, what it means, how to be free from it. And the intellectual concept of what that might be is nothing close to the actual experience. So don't get frustrated with people that don't understand what you're trying to tell them about your experience. Just simply be aware that yeah, they don't understand because they haven't had that and be grateful for that person that they haven't had that and embody the understanding of be grateful for the opportunity that you have had it. It gives you a certain wisdom. 
Not everybody has this wisdom. Not everybody wants it, this kind of wisdom. But it is still wisdom and embrace it as the wisdom that it is. <clears throat> Chronic pain is wonderful wisdom. Again, it it teaches us to be aware of all of the senses in our body in much different ways. It allows us to tap into understanding survival skills in ways that we wouldn't. Um, seek out an expansion of consciousness, whether trying new ways to heal or seeking spirituality in a new profound way. All of these are profound gifts that the great teacher of chronic pain has given you. And embrace that and be grateful to that because your journey is your journey. And if you do it with anger and frustration and regret and all that stuff, this pain and suffering just becomes a bigger and bigger anchor the older you get <clears throat> because our physical body becomes less equipped to adapt to it. And so it makes it more difficult at times. You know, as older we get, the body produces less blood. So, you know, when the geriatric, when people are, are really old, that a lot of their pathology is blood deficiency, the same as infants, because the body doesn't make blood the way it used to because it's wearing out. So we have to understand that. So embrace the experience, embrace the process that we're on. So don't think, okay, well, I'll just put it off until I get older and then I'll deal with it. No, you age will give you the opportunity to make sure you deal with it. So just embrace the experience, be grateful, and adapt. Acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. Be accepting of the experience in this present moment with the knowledge and belief that it can change and always heal, but yet acceptance and gratitude for the moment you have. Not with not accept not sitting in a state of judgment, but just always in a state of awareness. Aware of the the experience you're having. Aware of the the sensations, the sounds, the smells, the emotions. Aware of how this chronic pain is a gift, how it can teach you. Look at the origin of why you've attracted this pain into your life, why you've held on to it for this long. What is it that you're not seeing about yourself, whether it's patterns or mannerisms and physical plane or the mental-emotional plane? Are you holding on to some unhealthy perceptions of yourself or of life in general? Or do you have a perception of life as a positive experience, that life is of light, not darkness, that life is about health and happiness and love and friendship and expansion and enjoying all the senses and being one with the divine love of God, which is everything. And if we wake up every day with that kind of consciousness, that kind of energy, that kind of belief, then that's what we create and that's what we become and that's what the world around us becomes. We're all little seeds, we're all little lights. And the more we illuminate our light, the more we allow our seeds to grow, the more this becomes a beautiful, beautiful jungle of love and light of the divine. Please, please, find a way of changing your perception of the experience. Don't see this as a chronically 
painful experience, see this as one of gratitude and love. Find a way of making friends with your sensations, your experiences. Again, mental, emotional, physical, wherever it is. Find an understanding of why you have replicated it over and over. <coughs> why you're holding on to this. Why it's still part of your life. Why you attract it. It gravitates to you. <coughs> look at all these reasons of why you're having the experience you're having. And then look at all the possibilities to change it. How can I change this? Can I change my perception? Will that change the pain? Can I change my physical behaviors and mannerisms? More exercise, better diet, meditation, whatever it is. Get grounded. <coughs> Find ways of then transforming it. But don't expect others to get rid of your pain and suffering for you. Don't make it an external experience. Make this an internal experience. <coughs> what can you do from the inside out that will heal you? You can all do it. I believe in you very much because you're all made out of the essence of light and love. And light and love is always gravitating, gravitating excuse me, toward peace and balance at all times and pureness. So just stay out of the way. Keep your perception on that of health. And that's what you will attract. Thank you all very much for being you. I do appreciate so much that you're listening to these podcasts. So if, if any of you are able to, please uh, give um, love donations. You can do it through PayPal um, on the podcast, uh, Podbean um, podcast site. There's also donate buttons there. So um, I would greatly appreciate any love donations you could give, give me. So thank you all for being you. Enjoy being you and blessings to all of you. Until next time, goodbye.